Good morning, Rabbi Sai. Welcome back after a very long summer. Hope everybody uh, enjoyed the summer. People went away, they traveled. Hopefully, everybody has renewed energy, refreshed, invigorated for the new year. Today is Sunday morning. Parshas Kisavoy. And the Hebrew date is what? Tezvav Elul. Right? So we're coming upon we're coming upon the month of Tishrei, before we know it. Perhaps next week we'll discuss something about Rosh Hashanah, but before that, the month of Tishrei has something unique about it, that if we, we duchen uh, the most days from any month of the year. You'll have two days of Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and then four days of Sukkot. to the beginning then, Shmei Yasser you duchen seven times here in Chutzlar, over the month of Tishrei. And I'm sure everybody here, it's bothered them at least at one point in their life. They wondered, they thought about it a little bit. Why is it that we don't talk it every day? And that's something that we want to address. Why is it? Obviously, initially, the minute was that Dukhaning took place every single day. There was Birchus Kehanim in the Beis Amikdash. And even subsequently, in, in the Batek Knesias, during Davening, there is Birchus Kehanim as part of the Matveya Satsvila every single day. So, number one, let's try to understand what happened over here. How did suddenly become... Uh, removed from the Nusach HaTfila. Not Nusach HaTfila, it had to become removed from what we do every day. That's number one. Number two, as we all know, not everybody is in our boat. There are those that do Duchen every day, namely the Svardim and Bnei Eretz Yisrael. Not all Bnei Eretz Yisrael, for sure in Yerushalayim. I think in the north there are different Minhagim. But in Yerushalayim, certainly everybody Duchens every single day. So how do you, how do you understand the difference between B'nai Chutz La'aretz and people that live in Yerushalayim and between Ashkenazim and Sfaradim. Why is it that some do and some don't? If there was a good reason to stop, <coughs> everybody should have stopped. And if they are correct, so then why don't we do them every day as well, us Ashkenazim? And more so, maybe if they're correct and we don't want to change the minig, maybe a person should go to, or some that do that, you go to a Sfaradim, today it's especially, you live in Brooklyn, now, plenty of Svardish Hashul's, our choices. You can go uh, hear Birchus Kahanam every day. Is there an Indian? A person should go hear Birchus Kahanam every day? Those are the issues we want to address over here. So, firstly, start with the Gemara and Saita. This is something that the Beisheshev is going to bring, really, Beremiza. I think it's just important to understand this to have a clear background of. Of what the Beis is talking about, the Beis that we're going to see, which discusses why we don't dochen today, and the Gemara really is addressing an issue that before we get to why we don't dochen, and obviously if we don't have Birchas Kahanim, we're missing those brachas, and there's no question that we're missing something. But the question is also, besides for missing the brachas that the Kahanim offer us, according to the halacha, is there any problem with not dochening? Kohen is supposed to dochen, right? So he just doesn't dochen, and there's no problem. He could just get away with it. If a Kayin is supposed to dochen, so how could he just not do it? Besides the fact that we're missing the brachas, where is the right of the, for the Kayin not to dochen? There's a mitzvah in the Torah to, to birkas kehanim. So look in the Gemara and say to Daflam and Chesam The Gemara says as follows: The hand points over here, about ten lines from the top. Va'amr of Yishuv and Levi. Kol Kayin she'ena oyle l'dochen a Kayin who does not go up to the dochen for birkas kehanim oyver b'shloisha asay he's over in three asen. What are they? In the parasha Birchas Kehanim, it says first, Koisivarchu has been a Yisrael. That's number one. Then it says Emar Lahem. It's repeated again a directive Emar Lahem. 
And thirdly, after the brachas, it says Yivarechacha, and and uh, and Yoyer and Yisa, and then it says Vesomu Shemi. So a third time, Nebuchadnezzar says that they should bench Kla Yisrael. So since it says it three times, I don't believe that in the Sefer Mitzvahs it's counted as three different essence, but still, what the, the, it's more of an it's more of an idea that the Gemara is saying that the Torah expresses itself three times, and Marlam and Kaisavarchu and Vesomu Shemi three different times. So a Kayan doesn't go to the Dochen. He's going against three different directives of the Torah. In a sense, it's like being over on three S. So if that's the case, that would be pretty problematic. For at any point, at any given point in history, for someone to come along and say, "Okay, from now on, we're not going to dochen every day." You tell me that every kohen who comes to base medrash every day is over in three S, and that would be a pretty serious issue. So if you look at Shulchan Aruch, we'll see that Lamaisa, it's not really an issue. This Gemara is not really an issue, and why is that? The Shulchan Aruch is in Simon Kuvchav Chesed Arachaim, which is a simon that's that's dedicated to Nesias Kapayim. Mostly, we're going to focus at the very end of the simon. That's where we talk about the minig not to every day. But for a moment, we'll just see Sif Beis, which is in the beginning, that discusses this Gemara, and the and the Shulchan Aruch says in Sif Beis, Kol Koyin She'ein Boy Echad Nehadvar Mamaakvim. There are certain reasons why a Koyin should not do But let's say a Koyin does not have any of those reasons. So the halach is, if he does not go up to the duchen to bench the to bench the achas, even though it's only one mitzvah essay in the Torah to bench, it's as if he, he was over in three, it's like repeated three times the same essay, so he was over in three essay, quoting this Gemara. Now, obviously it doesn't mean that if in, let's say in this shul, we're having birchas kehanim, and there's a kind who lives down the block, and he, let's say, dived somewhere else. Or he didn't even go to shul at all. Not everybody's mechuv to go duchen everywhere, to run from shul to shul, or to know whenever. It means if you're in the base HaKnesses, when they're duchen, and he doesn't go up, then he's over. And now the Shulchan Aruch says, Kishikaru koyhanim. We know that before the koyhanim go up, they have to be called up. Either the shat calls out koyhanim, and Eretisrael actually did, always someone in the someone in the call. There's always like somebody, Sagabai, someone calls out koyhanim. And then the Kohanim, the Kohanim begin to dochen. So if they didn't call Kohanim, he's only over if they told him, Kohanim, start benching. Or they told him, go up to dochen. If nobody told him to go up, then he's not mechoyiv to do it. He's only mechoyiv to do it, the chiv begins when he's called up to go. So basically we see over here, that as far as Isser is concerned, we really don't have any issue of a Kohanim being over, uh, being over an assay for not dochening. Today, whatever the we'll get in a moment to why they stopped doing it, but they didn't have to contend with an issue that the kain is not going to duchen. He's, he's not being mivatel on say because since he was not called up to duchen, therefore he's not over. There is the one. We're not talking about going up. We're talking about even just it's like permission to start or a directive to start saying the bracha. They say kahanim, meaning like go ahead. Right? He, needs, he needs the go ahead signal, and without that, he's not he's not supposed to begin. You go and to Sir. See over here, the Chazan says it. So it's part of the. This is He says it automatically. Sometimes it's like. What somebody from the, the call says it. So I'm sure they have somebody Mamuna to say. But if you go to, let's say, like a, a minya factory in Yushalayim, so it's just people coming and going. There's nobody who's in charge. So very often there'll be like a pause of silence. And everyone's looking at everybody else. And the Kayan won't start. Because they're not allowed to start until someone calls it out. You know, it takes a moment to do it. And then someone realizes it. They'll say Kayan. But in order, before they say Kayan, they don't start. Now, there is one stipulation to this 
halacha, which is interesting, the Taz points out, it's a very long Taz, we're not going to go through the whole thing, but the Taz says, la halacha, we know that koyhanim means plural, right? You don't say koyhanim, you say koyhanim. What about if there's only one kain in the base medrash? You don't call out kahan. It's a question if there's only one kain over there, keep the rice and the rabbanon. But if, if there's one kain, they don't call out. So what happens then? He just starts making the bracha with that. They don't, the kriya is only when you have multiple kahan. So the Taz says, if you look at the hand, he points over here, he explains it into the drushas of the puzzle. But he says, drusha aleph, it's the Taz Amil Sif Gimel, Sif Kat and Gimel, She'ein al kahanim chiyuv, Ela acha shiikr oismashat kahan. The only mukhayif to start benching, that mitzvah's essay only begins when the shat calls out kehan. Ubezeomru da achir shakir's kehanim ela ene ela in hang shnaim. That's what he said. Kehanim. Abu biyachid enoi tolu bikriya abu chayiv lelech meatzmoi. By a yachid, he's mukhayif to go by himself. So that would come out that if a kayan is the only kayan in the base manager, so one second, suddenly there should be an issue at hand that if he's not going up to dochen, he's over the essay. Even without being called up. Why? Because a yachid is never called up. He's supposed to go without being called up. So maybe should, we should be presented with a real issue of a kayin being over an iser, uh, being over an essay if he's the only kayin. And the prima godim, actually, when this prima godim, which is, I put it on the bottom of the page, is at the end of the simon, where the Shulchan Aruch discusses the, our minig not to dochen, he's bothered by this question, the prima godim. It's in Sifkat Lamad Zayin, which you see is much further in the simon. It's Mishpat Zayzov Sifkat Lamad Zayin. He says, Ayin Taz Vihinek Bekoyin Yochad Lataz by a Koyin who is the only Koyin in the base Merdish according to the Taz which we just learned Sifkat and Gimel Sha'ayver Afilo Ain Koyin Loi Ain Yedere Talmim In Ogenu meaning we're going to say how did it how did it uh, evolve that we don't let, but if there's an Iser then it's very difficult to understand how this could have changed he says so then how do we explain our Merdik Bechiyavra Gimel Esen Bechol Yoyim you tell me you want to be Machshul a Koyin if he's the only Koyin in the Merdish we're going to be Machshul and say no listen our Merdik is not to do He's going to be over an iser. Bi'eshloimar, he says, shat sibur moichelin lekoyin. The moichelin, meaning that I believe what he's saying is that even when you have a koyin who's a yachid, you don't call out kahanim. But the tzibur is giving him the directive. The rotten of the tzibur is that he should bench them. Meaning the kahanim don't bench until they have rishus from the tzibur to bench. If there are multiple kahanim, they call them up. They say go up. If there's only one koyin, they may not call them, but they are sort of expressing a rotten. That they want that the kain should bench them, only then does the kain bench them. If they don't want, or they're Michael, then he's not Machuyiv to. What's wrong with only one kain? So that's a discussion for another time. It could be that there's no Chiv, Bechlami, Deraisa, if there's only one kain. The whole Chiv of Birchas Kanam is only by two. And even if it is a Chiv, Deraisa, it seems that there are differences. I don't know, I can't uh, and go in depth into understanding exactly what the differences are, but it's not it's not the same Chiv, Birchas Kanam. Very often you'll see a shul that has one kain on Yantif, so when we do him, they'll go look and see if they can find a second kain. Yeah, sure. It's, it's more like a field to have two kahanim than to have one. They started, huh? say MR. They don't say kahanim. There's only one. They say MR. MR? Yeah. Also, it's like, it's, like a, it's like a code sign then. Yeah. Like a signal. Again, because they need to go ahead, but you don't say kahanim. So, yeah, MR also. MR is singular versus kahanim is plural. It's plural. So that's when you have a code. Without saying kahanim, they have a way to yeah, uh, to signal to the kahanim to begin. So you see you need the kahanim's rishos. You need, you need the call's rishos. You have to... When they want to be benched, he benches them. That's the way it's structured, Birchus Kahanim. So where do you see that from? What's in the card? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Sivorchu is a lot, no? What was that? Sivorchu. Koi Sivorchu, yes. Is there a 
Kaisivarchu is going on the Kaisivarchu who's being Mavarchu or on the Kahal? The plural Lashu is Kaisivarchu. Many Kahanim. And Marlahem is referring to the Kahal. You see that it's going on, it's going on, on many Kahanim. <laughs> Rashi brings it. Chumash, know that Hashem is Hashem is mitzahar to the to the bracha. It's by maybe maybe by ani ani avarach, ani avarach. Okay, so we're gonna get to this to see what he means by ein shari b'simcha. So now let's go turn the page, which we're basically going to the end of the simon. Obviously, reason why these things come at the end of the simon is because there's no makar in the gemara. According to the gemara, according to the Rambam, you make bichas kahanim every day. There's no reason not to make every day. It's a mitzvah. You do it every single day. You fulfill it once a day, at least. You fulfill it once a day. So at the end of every simon, the Shulchan, the Beis Yosef, or the Ramah, will stick in all the halachas that sort of were invented at a later time, which are accepted, but were sort of, they're not really part of the, the Gemara. These are not the Pesachim that we're bringing from the Rishonim. This is a new, new idea. The very last Beis Yosef in the simon he brings, it's over here on the page, it's in the inner column, the hand points to Kosov HaOger. It's in Sifkatan Mem Dalet in the Beis Yasef. In the middle of this paragraph, there's a bold word, Kosav HaOgr. The Ogr brings this follows. Shenishal Ma'ari Mulin. Ma'ari Mulin is the Ma'aril. We know, basically, is one of the uh, main sources of the Ramah for the Minhagim mm-hmm. of, of Bnei Ashkenaz. They asked the Ma'aril. So first of all, obviously, we see that this minig of not duchening already goes back to the Ma'aril. This is not like a new thing. That's my what, What's this business? It's a mitzvah say. You just ignore the mitzvah say. The He answered as follows. The minig of kehanim is again no chiv. The minig of kehanim is to be tovel before they do berchas kehanim. You're going to be mechayev to to tovel every day. It's very cold in the winter time. Once in a while, they can hack it. They can go into the uh, cold mikvah. But to say every day, that it was too much for the Kehanim to do. It sounds like to table every day. And the minig was, they would not make Birchas Kehanim without tabling. And therefore, because of that, Allah minig, that they stopped duchening besides the yantif. The gam, just, it's not parenthetical because this is a big focus. Let's just keep this in mind as well. Another thing that we have to we have to resolve is whatever reason we don't duchen, why do we duchen on yantif? What's the chart? If we stop duchening, so what must up is yantif? So here the Beisayim is addressing it. He's saying that it was too difficult, but yantif that was easy enough. So they figured a couple of times, even every Shabbos it seems like it was too difficult. But yantif is like an occasion comes every once in a while. That was okay. Okay, we're going to have to get to that too. Correct. I'm just saying, let's also understand why in Eretz Yisrael, yes, here not. Why Svagim, yes, Ashkenazim, not. Also, even Ashkenazim, why, if we don't do it, why Yantav, yes. So he's answering that question. Eretz is because all the time it's difficult to table, but on Yantav, you know, we can we can request that of them to, to table for for Bichas Kehan. And here you see he references what we just saw before. What he means to say is that if the kind would be over, you can't have oh, he didn't go to the mikvah, let him be over. Doesn't make any sense. You'll tell me. So only he didn't go to the mikvah, which is a minig, so let him be over an iser in the Torah. You can't be over an iser because you don't want to because you want to fulfill a minig properly. You have to first keep what it says in the Torah itself. So he says, it's not really enough, you're not over because he wasn't called up to go. Ad Kalashain. That's what he's quoting from the Ogre. Now, from here on, the Beis Yosef continues by himself. Obviously, we understand that the Vyasyasif was Svardi, he is obviously of the persuasion that you should be duchening every day. 
He says, this was just a doichik. This is not a sufficient reason that a person, that a kehanim shouldn't do it. You go to the, in the next page, it's the outer copy. The reason why they don't do it is because the minig is they have to toggle first. That's called the chumra asil de kulahi. The tali tanya but the loy tanya. Why? There's no chiv to tevil. You don't have to tevil before beches kehanim. Certain things that Allah is a kain who's tamei is not permitted to do, or even the Yisrael who's tamei is not permitted to do. To beches kehanim, not mentioned anywhere in the Gemara that in order to dochen you have to tevil. So what? It became a minig to tevil, a minig. But what's happening because of your chumra of the minig? You're not dochening. So something which you have a mitzvah and not tired to do is being pushed aside. You're not being over anything because you're not mechuyiv to. But you're definitely lacking the mitzvah. You don't have that kiyamah mitzvah, which is a mitzvah deraisa. You're losing out because of a chumrah. He said, it doesn't make any sense. Sharit filnus is kapanimli huskur betalmud. Vim heim nagu lahachmer belitvoel. So they want to be machmer. Loma yiftu lubishvul kach shloisha esim bechol yoyim. He says, of course, achopisha ene oiver. I don't mean to say that it's true. They're not oiver the esim because nobody called them up to go. But they they're, they're not getting the kiyamah mitzvah. Mitzvah minat tayra. They're going to miss out. Still, if I had to weigh and balance which one is more important, let them better not go to the mikvah. I think the mem is actual. Since they don't have an obligation to be toivo. So let them not toivo. So they're not makai the minik, but they'll get a mitzvah with their rice instead of the minik. He's very upset about this. But they have the minute to dukhan every day and Zokhtibay says if that is the proper minute, which obviously you see from here why this fight and dukhan every day. He says that this reason doesn't make any sense. Now, we sort of glossed over it, but the Beis Yosef brought down before, I may have not even read it inside. At the, on the second bottom line before, you did. I read it. Yeah. What does Bittu Malacha mean? It sounds like, you know, like, like us. You know, we have a hard time staying in shul even for, a, for an extra minute. We're always wrapping up our towels and film because we've got to go to work. It sounds like the Bichas Kahanimus takes too much time. So Bittu Malacha, so we have to cut that out. The whole halacha, somebody who's working, uh, the Gemara brings, if somebody's working, that they have a kitzer of davening, they don't daven the full, the full daven. It sounds like we're trying to cut back. But that's not what it means. And we'll see in the dark, Yemosh will be here, Sifkatan Chaf Aleph, which is on this, the second page here that we just finished with the basic. So it's a reason why they were doing it on Yantif and that you cut out Yantif. Uh, well, he, he explains it. He explains it to the dark, Yemosh. He brings like this. Vani Oymer. So dark, Yemosh has got to defend the Bnei Ashkenaz. The basic comes with this attack. What's going on over here? You're taking a minute and you're forgetting about an essay. Look at Dr. Moshe. This reason that the Beis Yosef is discussing, that the reason the Kahanam don't do it is because they want to go to the mikveh first. And what's secondary to that? He brings Bittu Malacha. Like, you know, he mentions there's also any Bittu Malacha. He says, no, no, no. That's the main reason. That's the real reason why we don't do it. Why? Since there's bitul malacha, what does that mean? In these lands, I think he's referring dafka to the areas of bnei Ashkenaz. Through them, 
Make a living is not easy. Very difficult. Mm-hmm. It seems that Parnassah was very, very difficult at that time. They hang through them lumechiasam. The mamish tarid to earn a living. And what does that mean? The inim stream besimcha. It doesn't mean that they don't have time to make birchas kahanim. It was so difficult, the burden of making of earning a living, that people were like down and out, and they weren't besimcha. And the halacha is that in order to for a koyin to make birchas kahanim, he has to be besimcha. Some sheet is hold that a koyin whose wife is anida, he doesn't make birchas kahanim because he's not besimcha. We don't pass him like that. But there's an Indian that a coin has to be simcha. To the point that the meaning became, since the Baranasa was difficult, we're not besimcha anymore. We can't do it. Now, it seems that maybe there was a chilek between the Bnei Ashkenaz and Bnei Svarad. Maybe the Svaradim were making it big in business. I don't know. It seems that at that time, if someone knows a little bit more of the history, they can cheer it. But the Beisheshev wasn't so concerned about this. Or maybe he felt that wasn't the main reason that the Ogre was, was really focusing on. But that is the main reason. We're not besimcha. Lochein. Look at this. It's an amazing thing he writes here. Wow. Anytime we're... It's a day that your mind is focused on business. It's a business day, right? It's a work day. I'm thinking about business. I'm not besimcha. Don't do him. So you tell me, one second, Shabbos, you don't work. They're thinking about business that they did this past week. And what's going to be the coming week? So yeah, they stop for a moment to catch their breath just for Shabbos. They have one day off. Enough that they should really take their mind off it. Shabbos is not even enough. Now, of course, the person's not being over this. He says he's not talking about business. He's thinking. You know, to think on Shabbos is mutter, right? So he's thinking about his business on Shabbos and he feels that oil of the parnasa. he still is not pesimcha. He can't do it. The only time he can, the only time he's really simcha, he puts everything out of his mind is on Yantif. That's the explanation why on Yantif we do, and on a regular day, and even Shabbos, we do not. Chalmud is, is complicated. I mean, there, there is, first of all, if there was so trudim lumachiyasam, then it could be that there was there was Tzarech I mean, they, they literally wouldn't be able to get through Yantif. It could be they had to work on Chalmud. If this was their financial situation, that it was so difficult, they couldn't take their mind off it, I would think that there's a good chance they were working on Chalmud too. Which if, if a person needs to, then, they, then, they, then obviously they're permitted to. So here you have altogether a different reason, which explains the difference between Yantif and, again, so both these reasons explain the difference between Yantif and during the year. How do we understand the difference between Ashkenazim and the Svarim, or Bnei Yitzhak and, and, and Bnei Chutzlar? It's what they had it better over there. It was more B'menucha. I don't know. Maybe they felt that they, they, didn't, uh, they didn't feel so compelled. They didn't have this feeling that people were so tarred with Malacha that it so distracts them that they shouldn't be B'Simcha. Where do you think this Simcha comes into this now? Why is this person more no, so saying, you do see it in, in Shulchan Aruch itself. You see other examples that a person has to be besimcha to make what the makar is. I'm not sure what the makar is that they have to be besimcha. Every mitzvah person should do besimcha, right? It's not a tour not to do mitzvahs because a person is not besimcha. You see, you see it in the nusach bracha also. The bracha shall be a hava. Right? Yeah, hava. How, how can you have a bracha be a hava if you're all like to to? To mishra. Right? He can't give all the bracha. See, he can't. 
You find that in the, a bracha only comes a bracha only comes when a person is besimchus. Yeah, not birchus kahan and bechlam. Right? You find that a person is, is it says by uh, by Yitzchak, right? It says why Yitzchak. Uh, who says that? Why Yitzchak ask uh, Esav to bring him to bring him something to eat before he because it will put him into a, a mode of simcha. That's the way a person. Not necessarily birchus kahan, but it seems that birchus kahan as well. If we want it to be effective, the kain has to be besimcha. It's a very interesting reason, and this we'll see if you turn the page. This is the reason that the Ramah brings, obviously. The other reason the Ramah says it's not the real reason. That's what the Messiah says. It's the real reason, was, but the main focus is, of course, and we'll see it goes even one step further. Let's see what it says in the Ramah. in the middle of Sif Mendalit. So what about uh, if you have a retired Kahanim that don't have to worry about their Parnas? So it seems like this like a Once this became the Midday, so this is the Midday everywhere. Certainly, and I'm sure there are people. That could rise above that. Obviously, there are different people who, who have different capacity to focus and not to think about different things. Shabbos is supposed to have right? Apiyah they're right. This is not the optimal mindset for Shabbos, certainly. But it seems that at that time, at least, it was so difficult. It's a Peltagazah. Look what he says. He takes a look at this. I think the Emma will appreciate the... It almost seems a bit humorous what the Ramah says here. The Ramah says here like this. Elu. Oh, Shachris, person still, he's, he's all he's stressed out. Davening's taking so long. There's yeah, a long batfila, and there's a drasha, and it's taking. Uh, it's coming the end of davening already. He's going mm-hmm. home to the suda. This is simchas yantiv is taka the suda. The boss of yain is the suda's yantiv. That's what simchas yantiv means. That doesn't mean the davening. About the person should daven a beautiful davening, but simchas yantiv, the real mitzvah is the simchas yantiv of the suda. So he's thinking about that. Oh, then he's he takes it almost like a step further. He may not be thinking about the the bit of malacha. But that's not really the optimal frame of mind of simcha that we need for Birchaz Kahanan. Yontif by Musaf, when he's already holding by going home, that's the perfect timing. Right? Again, there's no Isra Asif. To be Isra Asif, you can't make these type of Cheshbainis. But since there's no Isra Asif because they're not going to call him up, it seems that we, we want the Kahanan to always bench with a really a late Mole Simcha. So we chose the times which are have the, the, the greatest level of simcha. Oh, the Rilei Meshachet. So, first of all, so first, there's, there's Sorry, not a big uh, discussion. <laughs> right, so, basically, you move the Simchas Yantiv up. You move the Simchas Yantiv up to right after Shachet. Right, it would seem that those that don't eat till after they get the Aliyah, maybe they have, they would have some trouble here, according to the Ramah, because they're still, uh, they're starving. You see people who don't get, who don't eat right away, they get a little edgy. They want, you know, they get hungry. So, I don't know, it's a good question. Huh? No, that, the reason why you don't do by Mosov is because of Shachet. But why is that a reason? Yes, that's my chakras. So the truth is, you see the Ramah is really just pulling it another level. Really, according to what he said to Dr. Moshe, it would seem that on Yantif you could do it my chakras. He says, you know, I, I'm not to say, obviously he, he means it literally. He doesn't mean just to say it. He's not saying uh, a He means to say literally that you don't, that you don't do it my chakras because you still haven't reached the point. But still, Lamai says Yantif, there is a level of Simchas Yantif that you have on Yantif. person is not thinking about his and therefore, <laughs> it definitely is a good reason, certainly if you're not going to be able to do my Musaf, that you should be able to do my to Shabbos. What was that? What happened to Shabbos and Yeshiva? 
In yeshiva, they don't do it, or by chassidim, they don't do it. By chassidim, they do dochen? No, not by Rebbe. they don't dochen, right? Oh, so that's really, it could be a whole discussion onto itself, but that really plays itself back into the first reason of the Beisayist. The Beisayist has mentioned the minig of Kahanam was to be toivel, so the Taz brings that some had a minig, some Kahanam had a minig to be pirish on Yontif, they shouldn't have a chashash of Toma, so on Shabbos there's a mitzvah of so they can't be pirish. That is the basis. The Mogan Avram brings the minig, by the way. It's not a minig that comes from nowhere. The Mogan Avram brings that minig. There's a minig that when Shabbos falls on Yontif, not to dochen. Right? You said there's such a minig, Barabbas Frank. I remember this. Somebody once davened here, who usually had davened Barabbas Frank, he said, you dochen here on Shabbos? And uh, he was like surprised. And the Rav said, yes, that's the... Uh, because that's, uh, the Mishaburah says that you should. You don't without the Rebbeinu. Without the Rebbeinu. What? You don't sing. Right. right. No. Everybody's minig is not to Rebbeinu Shalom. Correct. The, but the Mogan Avram brings, he does understand. The Mishmur Paskins that we do dochen, even on Shabbos. But you see, there's a minute in the Ara Afrein Mohol not to dochen on Shabbos. But that's really a separate shmuz getting into into Tom of a time. Now, let's see over here a fascinating shmuz from the Beis Ephraim. The Beis Ephraim goes different than the Ramah. He says a whole different understanding of why it is that Kahan don't dochen. And then again, based on his explanation, we have to try to understand why the, he, he himself explains <coughs> what the difference between Bnei Eretz Yisrael, the Ashkenazim, and the Sfaradim and also between Yontif and Shabbos. So firstly, you'll see that over the course of time, there were many people who were bothered by this, that we don't do it, to the extent that they tried to reinstitute it. We'll get to later, most famously, was the Gro, right? You say Minigah Gro. The Gro pushed very hard to reinstitute Dufening on every day, on a regular day. We'll get to that afterwards. But first, you see the base of Ephraim, which is pretty much the same Tkufa as the Gro. He brings, it's Mamsh in the beginning of the Sefer, in Arachayim, the person, the shayel asks him, All of in Europe, this is what the minig was. He's missing out on this mitzvah every single day. I don't know if the shayel was a koyin or he was the shayel who wasn't getting the bracha. Where did this come from, right? So, I mean, even the Beis Yosef and the Ramah who said that we're not pesimcha. So how does it begin? At what point? Did someone decided that's it? Now, there was a recession and stopped and then never goes back. How does this, this begin? Now we know there's such a concept that if the minute, there's a certain minute, you can have another bezin could come along later. It has to be maybe. But they could be mavatl minute because they feel it's not relevant anymore. So maybe if these reasons mentioned in the Ramah are not relevant anymore, so let's go back to business. We can have a Bechaz Kahanam every day. So the first thing he addresses here is the Choymer of this Minig. We think it's just a Minig. Let's just change it. He says, not so simple. He dedicates a, 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 quite a bit over here just to explain it. It's almost a little historical to explain why we can't change it. He says, Tshuva. B'tchila ha-bar lo'i ki ha-minig sh'anach n'negem ha-yem sh'aliz kahanam kafem kim yotif v'yesh m'koy m'shnoh v'afu shabosis. Some have a minig, they, they dochen on Shabbos. If I'm not mistaken, in Tzfas, this is the minig. They dochen on, on Yontif and Shabbos. Which again, according to what the Ramah is saying, you understand it also. Lamai said not during the week, a person has a menuch on Shabbos as well. They don't, during, they don't dochen during the week, but Shabbos and Yontif, yes. What's this shor over here? Minig kodem, yoisem in chamesham, chamesham meyeshana. So put it into context, the, the, the Beis Ephraim lived about between 200 and 250 years ago. And he's saying from his time, this is already a 500-year-old minig. You don't start up with a minute that's 500 years old. Kimavur, Besever Tashbet's cotton. You see, this minute is already brought in the Tashbet's cotton. Shechibir Talmidish of Marami Rutenberg, Rabbi Shal Rush. The Tashbet's cotton was a Talmud of Marami Rutenberg. The Marami Rutenberg was a Rebbe of the Rush. 
So he's pretty much a contemporary of the Rosh. What I think he needs to say is, when we say our abridged version, right, which the Chazan says in, in, in every day in, in the Chazar Sashat, and he, the Chazan himself says the Birchus Kahanim, he does not say the Summer Shemi afterwards. Why? He's saying because that's not real Birchus Kahanim. And he's explaining it. He's saying because Bimeim, the Kahanim will be Eluduchin. This is just like a Zechel Adover. So you don't say the Summer Shemi afterwards. It's interesting because I don't think our Kahanim say the Summer Shemi even on when they really do it, they don't say the Summer Shemi. But he's talking, I believe he's talking about when the Chazan says it on a daily basis. And that's the Makar that you see over there, that they already at that time were not duchening a regular birchas kahan. He says, Sh-b-y-may-may-may-may-may-may-may-may-may-may-may-may-may-may-may-may-may-may-may-may-may-may-may-may-may-may-may-may-may-may-may-may-may-may-may-may-may-may-may-may-may-may-may-may-may-may-
He says it was in Spain. So he ran to France, no? Toledo. Toledo was where in? Spain. 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 Didn't he go end up in France afterwards? Maybe not. Maybe just in Spain. I'm not mistaken. So he ran away definitely to where the Sephardim were. So he's basically putting two pieces there. saying, I showed you the Marami, remember, by his Talmudim, they already had Tav Tochni. And now I'm just telling you, you should know, when did he live? He lived 500 years ago. I mean, the person, just by telling Marami Rutenberg did it, that wasn't enough. He had to explain to him the history, when did the Marami Rutenberg live? He had to give him a, a, a measurement of time to explain to him how many years already we have this minute. This is 500 years. You can't take a minute for 500 years that all the Dodim throughout those 500 years were never Mavafik, the Ramah, the Taz, the Mogan Avram, they kept quiet, they said, okay, this is the minute, and you're going to come down, you can't be Mavafik. Again, he has yet to explain, he didn't say, you're wrong for wanting to be Mavafik, he just said, you can't, because it's 500 years. Meaning, you may have a good Cheshman over here. Now, if you go to the next paragraph, he says, oh, not just that, I have an explanation of why we should not be Mavafik. The second, the next, just jump to the next paragraph, and Harinu La'ayim in Shemaya, I was Ma'ayim. I was Ma'ayim. And Harinu La'ayim. Sorry, then my eyes were lit up. Min Shemaya, v'diyakna v'ashkachna taima raba l'minhaga. I found a beautiful reason for our minik. The Hagadolim shenitchel kuktsas b'tam aminik mocha minichelu esgadem. What interesting lashon he uses. The Hagadolim shenitchel kuktsas b'tam aminik. You see that there's an understanding over here that even the Ramah, even the Beis Yisrael brings the Maril. They were give, giving different reasons why we don't tochen nidchaku. They, they were answering the minute. They didn't have a good explanation. He gives an explanation. There's tumah. The Bishai says, "What are you talking about?" But this is an asay and this is a chumrah. He says, "There's no simchas yamdim." They're not happy with this. This is not a sufficient reason. They don't feel satisfied. The, 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 the acharonim that these reasons really justify not tochening. And we'll see this later again. The archashochan says the exact same thing. These reasons. These are, these are just reasons. This doesn't really answer the question. And therefore, he says, I want to give my own reason, because, again, he feels that the earlier reasons don't really answer the question. So I'm not going to read this paragraph here, because it's a little intricate. I'm going to explain what he says. There's a big machloikis in the Rishonim, and subsequently in the Acharinim, if Kehanim bizman hazeh, bizman hazeh doesn't just mean now in Tavshim Pei it means even in the time after the Choban Abayis, or maybe... I believe from after the Chorban Abayis, if, we if they were, maybe even the Bizman, not just Chorban Abayis, in Bizman Bayis Sheni, they had lost their Yichus, they didn't have a trace of Yichus all the way back. I don't know at one point in history this happened, but even Bizman Bayis Sheni, the Kahanim did not have proper Yichus as they had had previously. And they are called, the Gemara says, the, the, the title for such Kahanim are called Kahane Chazoka. Based on Chazoka, if he knew his father was a Kohen, his father, he knew that his father was a Kohen, he assumed, right? Even though he didn't have a Ksav Yichus, he didn't know it factually, like many Kahanim tell you, we don't have a Ksav Yichus. But still, we assume there's something called Chazaka, that you can assume he's a Kayin. But this is a Machlaikis, a big Machlaikis, Kahanim Chazaka, what they are permitted to do, what they're not permitted to do. If they can eat Truma, which is Truma Menachera, or they can only eat Truma Medirah It's a whole Sugi and Ksubis, which I didn't have the time, frankly.